you're about to learn what it takes to make millions on ClickBank. So don't you change that dial or drop that phone. We're about to level it up and shatter the mold. Question. In a world where groupthink is the norm, others want what you've earned, and thinking for yourself will get a target painted on your back, how do you flip the script and level up your business, your money, relationships, your health, your status, and your life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Shatter the Mold. Andrew S. Kaplan, really excited to be here with you today. Uh, before we dive into really, I think, what ended up being one of my favorite guests so far in the entire show's history, uh, I, of course, always want to give my update on how things are going with my business, which we'll actually, in, in a way, talk about today with today's guests. Um, but just to clue people in... Uh, the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read continues to be a number one bestseller on Amazon, and I continue to be immensely, immensely grateful for all the awesome five-star rave reviews that are coming in on both Amazon and on Audible. So thank you so much to everybody who's been so supportive, who's been reading the book, and obviously thanks to people that have been using the content and having enough of a reason to give those rave reviews. I really, really do appreciate it. And on the back of that, the YouTube channel that I have supporting it, which is just Andrew Cap with a K, uh, that's hit over 800 subscribers now. So uh, we're moving up fast. You know, the goal is to hopefully hit a thousand by the end of the year, and I have no doubt that we're going to do it. And thanks to everyone so far who who has subscribed, and thanks to everyone who continues to watch the episodes and who continues to give positive comments over there as well. So really, it's all good things. I'm super pumped that it's been such an incredible response. And for those that have not checked it out yet, you can check out the book by going to lastlawofattractionbook.com. Or you can just go to Andrew Cap. That's uh, youtube.com slash Andrew Cap. That'll get you over there on YouTube. And uh, that's all I got in terms of that update. So without any further ado, I want to go straight to today's guest, who started out writing for the movie industry and later focused those very same talents into books. But then he discovered the world of internet marketing, and all of a sudden the skills that he had honed in those prior entertainment mediums now had a brand new power to them for generating cash and making a real impact. What Rob Weiser loved the most was his freedom that it gave him to create and put out his own work on his own terms, at his own pace, all while actually getting to keep the profits for himself rather than handing them over to some faceless conglomerate. Rob's created and done the copywriting for over 50 offers on ClickBank, starting back in 2008 and putting products out in a variety of different niches. And that's just scratching the surface of what this extremely talented and savvy internet marketer really does. He's the founder of DayJobDestroyer.com and can pretty much teach anyone how to generate real dollars on demand any day of the week. And I know that's a lot of build up there, but I guarantee you, you're going to be happy with this interview. So without any further ado, Shatter the Mold warmly welcomes Mr. Rob Weiser. Rob, thanks so much for being here and welcome to Shatter the Mold. Hey, Andrew, man. It's been a long time coming. I'm thrilled to be on here with you. So <laughs> let's give people a quick little history lesson here. You know, I, I've not seen you for probably 19 or 20 months and we were, um, the last time we saw each other was in Thailand where, where I know you're based. And I remember we, we were introduced by a friend in common, Brian. And when I met you, we were just like at a bar and you were hanging out, we were drinking beers and you were working on this really cool presentation where you were going to teach a bunch of high level entrepreneurs, a thing or two, or, or really 20 
about really making a huge impact on ClickBank in terms of, you know, human psychology, marketing psychology, what it takes to really make a truly dynamic offer. And all I personally remember was just being in this mode of picking your brain, asking questions and hoping inside my head, like, wow, I, I hope I'm not driving Rob crazy with all these questions because it was so clear to me from the very beginning of our conversation that you knew your stuff. And I basically just wanted to selfishly soak up as much knowledge like a sponge as I could, because I knew that the next day at that presentation, there wouldn't be that kind of time. So my first impression of you was just you dropping these unbelievable bombs and just being so kind and so generous and answering all these amazing questions that, you know, about marketing and really schooling me for about probably three hours. It was a really long conversation. That was, I was at a, at a bar in Phuket, Thailand. Yes. And it's been a hundred years ago right now, you know, <laughs> the, the world has moved since then. No, but your questions were very sincere and, and very smart. So if I'm being asked smart questions by a real action taker like yourself, um, I'm very motivated and happy to answer. And that's why I'm here right now, you know? Yeah. And you know what? I'll, I'll try to kind of like meet up to that standard for today because it, it's kind of funny. And, you know, I say this in, in, in such a good way, like it took a little bit to track you down because you're so busy kicking ass, taking names, doing your thing. And mm-hmm. I always knew that whenever I finally like got you for a conversation, it would be such a gift to the audience because <laughs> I could talk to you for 10 hours. There's no way we're going to unlock all the stuff, you know, and all, all the the real top insights because you are this person that you do understand storytelling and you do understand structure in the sense of the like the kind of information and how it's got to be laid out so that a consumer or a prospect can really take that in and make a genuine legitimate buying decision really understanding what you have to offer and I, I guess I'm curious you know just for people listening like you know when you discovered internet marketing that world was it a tough translation of saying like how you're going to craft offers or was it more like a fish to water where you were taking what you knew about story structure and pouring that into this new endeavor? Well, it was a fish to water scenario for a few reasons. Um, the main one being I started out um, attending film school at NYU, New York university. And um, <clears throat> my goal was to be a filmmaker, really to be a storyteller. Um, film was just the medium that I was obsessed with at that age. <clears throat> and then um, it became, you know, I, I had some success early on. I got an agent. I went out to Los Angeles. I was getting jobs uh, as a screenwriter, rewriting screenplays. One of my screenplays got made into a film. Um, but there were always so many gatekeepers involved, as I call it. In order to get a screenplay made and to take it from your computer screen to the big screen involves so many hurdles. And there are so many steps of, of the process where somebody else has the power to, to kill your project. Um, you got to get an agent, you got to get a manager. <clears throat> you got to go to endless pitch meetings and pitch your ideas to rooms full of producers and junior producers and so on and so forth. So it was extremely hard and frustrating to realize my, my visions, you know, to, to take those screenplays and make them into films. It's a million to one long shot. And it's even harder now because of the economics of how the business has changed. Um, I then transitioned into writing books, um, not ebooks, but actual books that were on the shelves at um, Barnes and Nobles and Borders. I don't even know if they, those, if they still exist, those chains. <clears throat> um, but um, again, again, in order to, t- to take a piece of writing that I had done and get it into a bookstore, it had to go through a, a series of, of steps. And 
financially, it was not very rewarding either. I mean, you can really only get one book out a year. And um, I eventually did discover internet marketing. Suddenly I came upon this, at the time it was a, it was a website selling a dating course for men, dating tips for guys. And it was called Double Year Dating. And it was by a marketer using the pen name David D'Angelo. And I discovered this website and um, I, was, I was amazed. This guy had taken a, just an ebook and had packaged it together with um, some audio components, some audio interviews with dating gurus, maybe a couple of very simple videos shot on his video camera. And he had packaged it as a digital course. And instead of selling it for $7 or $5, he was selling it for probably $97 or even $197 with the upsells and the upgrades. So that was my first exposure to a, to a, to a digital course or a digital product. Um, and it changed my, my life. At the time, I had written a book that was about dating tips for guys myself. Um, I was living in Las Vegas, and I had met a guy who was unbelievably charismatic and skilled with women. And I based this book around him and around his sort of teachings. Um, but once I discovered that double your dating digital product, I suddenly realized why would I want to write a sequel to, to my book and bring it back to my agent and back to my publisher and um, have them handle it. Um, or I could, I could take it myself and package it as an ebook, as a digital product, add some bonuses to it and sell it for 97 bucks. And once I started doing that um, with a very simple website, a very simple PayPal link, this was before ClickBank, um, that was the most gratifying experience of my life up to that point is to see those sales come in and to keep that money and to be doing it all myself. So I, it was very much a fish to water situation because since I was very young, I really just wanted to get my writing and my stories out there. And um, this was a way to realize that the ultimate vehicle was to do it as internet marketing products. Right. Now I'm, I'm assuming you had a leg up, you know, whether it was intuitive or, 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 you know, learned or whatever, but the sense that you had, the fact that you had to go through these steps and these processes to get the movie out there and to get the book out there and to get past, you know, their, their layers of standards, you basically took the skill set that was required to get there and you didn't need that. You bypassed it. So you're like this huge machine of, of being able to refine the idea and push it straight out in the book without any resistance. It was kind of like, you know, gasoline on a fire, I would assume, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was, um, it, you're taking it direct to the marketplace and the internet never sleeps, you know, it's, it's 24 <laughs> seven. And um, I also realized about the, the book publishing business, um, it is similar to the record industry. So at that time, I was a young dude, in the, young dude in New York, and a lot of my friends were artists and musicians. And they were trying to score the big elusive record deal, which, again, does not even exist now. And um, I saw how the, how the mechanics of their industry worked, and it was, it was brutal. I mean, it, the way these companies and labels do it, um, they are willing to throw you a little bit of money, um, control the rights to your work, and... You know, once a year, maybe they'll have one or two breakout hits and that the rest of the acts, the rest of the artists pretty much get left by the wayside. Mm -hmm. And that's how it was with my books. I would get paid in advance. The book will come out unless it was an immediate sensation. They would put no effort or money into the marketing of the book. It was totally on me. I mean, I was like lining up radio interviews and lining up um, local TV appearances, anything to push my book. And ironically, 
um, no matter how hard I pushed it, um, my royalty on that on each copy sold was was pathetic. It was like pennies, mm-hmm. and I'm and, and those pennies per book were being applied towards the advance that they paid me to write the book. So I would have had to sell I don't know a million copies in order just to break even and to receive any actual royalty payments. So now all of a sudden, I can put the same amount of effort into writing writing the the, the book, put it out there, and I'm keeping all of the profits. Mm-hmm. So it was a gigantic difference. And I, and I never looked back. Yeah. And I mean, you've been at this for like 12 years now. I mean, that's, that's real deal, legit stuff. And ClickBank, I mean, you know, you obviously have a deeper insight in it than I do, but it's almost like the wild west. Like you really, you've got to know your stuff. You've got to understand how to structure an offer. You've got to understand how to build an offer that's really going to sell. That's really going to hook people. And, you know, I'm curious, you know, cause I'm sure other, there's, you know, so many people listening right now and whether they use ClickBank or not, they're, you know, they're going to want to put their products out there. They're going to have to have a sales message, whether it's a VSL or whatever else. What, you know, based on your experience and expertise, what are good ways of hooking that prospect so that they're going to sit down and kind of be there for the ride for however long your presentation might be? Or am I asking the wrong kind of question as to what it takes to get them to pay attention and how long they should pay attention? Well, I think really the first question that your listeners may want to consider is um, what is the product they have in them right now that they want to get out there? And I think we should explain what it is, I, what these digital products really consist of. Mm-hmm. Um, what I now teach through my own courses is how to develop an idea that you already have inside of you and turn it into a digital product without you having to be a, a writer, without you having to write you know, a 250-page book. There's all kinds of ways around this to create these digital products or courses on whatever topic you choose and put it out there. And ClickBank is just, just the platform that I prefer. You can list your products on ClickBank and people can purchase it through ClickBank. So you're not, purchase, you're not handling any of the, of the um, transactions yourself. ClickBank handles the transactions. They pay you automatically. You get paid every week by ClickBank like clockwork. So you're never chasing down your payments. And furthermore, um, ClickBank has over 100,000 affiliates in their marketplace. Mm-hmm. And affiliates are essentially other internet marketers who make their money by finding digital products to promote. So they may promote your offer with a Facebook ad. They may place a banner somewhere to promote your product. They may have an email list and they want to um, notify their email subscribers about your product and tell them about it. So every time they make a sale of your product, they receive a commission from ClickBank. So that's the other really brilliant aspect of ClickBank is that um, I know that you're, you're an Amazon Kindle author, right? And you've, mm-hmm. you've figured out that game pretty well. Well, with ClickBank, you have access to all these affiliates. So with my products now, they are listed on ClickBank. And every day, I see dozens of sales coming in for my products by affiliates. And I have no idea who these people are generally. They're just random internet marketers all over the world who find my stuff on ClickBank. Um, I make it very easy for them to get their link, their affiliate link. I provide them with emails if they want to send out emails or they can get banners. Um, I even have pre-made Facebook ads for them if they want to go that route. And so then they go to work spending their own time and their own money to promote my material and they get paid from it. So that's an aspect of, of this business. 
that you won't get with any, any anything else. I mean, certainly not as not with um, writing traditional books for the bookstores. Yes, of course. So, so what I teach, um, and I have a webinar that, that teaches this, is that um, I have shown many people how to get started with this, and it doesn't require any computer background or really any creative background. It's just about understanding um, how to look inside yourself and figure out what is a hobby or a talent or a skill or even just an interest of yours that can be packaged as a digital product that has potential out there in the marketplace to sell. And I would encourage anybody right now to go over to, go over to clickbank.com and click on affiliate marketplace at the top of the page. And on the left-hand side, you'll see the categories for the various ClickBank categories. And it's astonishing when you go through it and you see how many tens of thousands of these digital products are out there um, selling every day on topics. I mean, anything under, anything under the sun. Some of the top offers on ClickBank that are generating thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars per day um, have topics like um, how to become a better singer, um, how to take um, how to how to take a dead battery and get more life out of your batteries, hmm. you know, for like the the survival prepper, you know, do it yourself kind of crowd. It's a massive offer. Um, one of the biggest for years um, is by um, two friends of mine who are a who are a married couple and they have a product on numerology, um, how to input your your birth dates and your various numbers in, involving your life and then you know predict your future. So. There's all kinds of, I mean, martial arts, um, dog training. I could go on forever. Um, there are so many unusual topics um, that are exploding on ClickBank and making tons of sales for their creators. And again, these are not always, um, these are not young internet whiz kids. I know right. plenty of people who are in their 40s, 50s, et cetera, who are getting into this and being very successful by by developing the correct idea and putting it out there. Now, that this is so... There's so much to get out of that that answer you gave me. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because these insights that you're giving right now, I learned these from you. And here, like, silly Andrew, like, I haven't even applied this on ClickBank yet. I, I went the Amazon route just because, for me, it was easier to spend nine and a half weeks on a book to use the Amazon platform and, and build off of that. But I'm still, like, my mm-hmm. time will come where I'm going to do ClickBank. And a lot of it's thanks to what I've learned from you and what I've learned through your day job destroyer program and the thing that I, I guess i want to highlight and invite you to either agree with me or correct me if i'm wrong but the insights that we're really talking about here today there's there's really two pieces of this puzzle there's you know the the value or the product that you're creating the deliverable of it and then there's the selling piece of it mm-hmm. and like you just said the thing that you can create can be anything there's there's a product waiting inside of you and and that's one aspect of like you know you can go a lot further than you think but then the other piece is like getting it out there, getting it to be sold. And what I pick up from you is like, it's very easy, a lot easier than people realize. Obviously, you got to put in the work, but it's easier to be strategic about this than you think. Whereas you can look at a top seller and look at how they're going about their business. Are they providing email templates? Are they providing sales material? Like how are they going about it? And then how can you take what they're doing and apply it to what you've got going on and what you want to offer? Is that an oversimplified or is it an accurate way of describing what the possibilities really are? You're right on target. Um, one, of, one thing I always emphasize, and you'll hear it if you watch my webinar, is I always say build a better mousetrap. The biggest problem people have, the biggest hurdle 
they put in front of themselves is trying to reinvent the wheel. Um, if you wanted to, when you are ready to create your manifestation offer, and I believe it can be very successful on ClickBank, I will direct you to the top one or two offers on ClickBank that are currently um, doing tremendous numbers in that, in that niche. So why start from scratch trying to create your own style of website, your own look and feel, your own kind of sales message, study what is out there working and then improve upon it. That's the key. And it helps you get started so much more easily and, and mm -hmm. quickly. So that is one of the, one of the key points. Um, and as it, as it so happens, um, you know, the old saying goes in this business that the, the three dominant niches are health, wealth, and relationships. And I have products in all three. Manifestation is a fantastic niche because it really combines them all. Everyone yeah. wants better health, better relationships, and more wealth. And the, the, e the easiest shortcut, it would seem, is to manifest them. Yes. So um, manifestation is a, is a great niche. You really... I'd be hard pressed to um, to tell you about a better one. In fact, you know, I'm I'm glad. Well, one, I'm glad to hear that confirmation from you because I know you're the expert. But I'm also mm. glad we're going down this line of questioning because selfishly, now I can ask you about this because you're right. You know, you've got health, relationship, and uh, money. Um, mm. I'm paraphrasing, and you've got like yep. manifestation that could apply to all. Now, based on your expertise, would you say someone like me should make a manifestation product? about one of those specific areas or one per area or one overall that covers all the areas? Like what would you do if you were in my shoes? What I would do is I would do the, the, the most mass market product as your front end. Mm -hmm. um, to use an example, I came into this through, through um, men's dating products. So for several years, I had a, a range of products. Um, and again, I, I was not the guy on camera saying, I'm the expert, you know, I'm going to show you how to get, how to, how to get all the chicks. I was the marketer and I had front people who I, who I worked with and, and got their content and then I marketed it. Um, <clears throat> but, but, you know, what I should have been doing, I, I, will, I learned a tremendous amount over the years through these products. Um, I see people still trying to go into that niche with products about how to become, how to become a master of Tinder, you know, or, you know, the 10 best ways to approach women. Um, texting game, you know, like, you know, how to, how to become a wizard on text messaging with girls. And those can all sell pretty well. But what you really want to do is you want to have a, a mass appeal product on your front end, um, which is the ultimate attraction system or, or whatever you may want to call it. Um, and then with your upsells, you can focus on more specific areas. They can be bonuses for your main product or they can be upsells. But in your case, I would have that front end, and you've got a great title for your, for your book. It's a, that's a very powerful title. Something along those lines, or just use that title. And then once the customer makes their purchase, you then lead them through a series of additional offers, and those are called upsells. Mm -hmm. um, so an upsell focusing on health, you know? Um, then, a then, a, then an upsell focusing on um, relationships. The ultimate, the ultimate manifestation course drilling down on, you know, you know, find the love of your life or restore your love in 21 days or, or whatever. So I would, I would um, use those specific areas as upsells or bonuses, but keep your front end as wide as possible. Got it. And that makes it attractive to as many affiliates as possible also, because now you have, I mean, imagine the, the range of affiliates that you could potentially 
have promote you. All these were all these hundreds of affiliates that are in the, that are in the wealth um, space. They're promoting internet marketing products like mine. They'll also promote yours because because your 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 product ties into that same mindset or that same uh, that same need, you know, to to build wealth. Um, and for a lot of people who are delving into internet marketing and hoping to make money with internet marketing, when they come across your product, it's going to really appeal to them a lot more strongly because there's always this belief that what I do or that internet marketing requires you to be some a, a computer nerd of some type, some whiz kid, you know. Whereas manifestation um, has such broad appeal. It, it really feels like anyone can do it with just the right bit of coaching, you know? Yeah. Just so make it accessible. Max, you know, it's, 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 that's the word. It's extremely accessible to anybody. So you're sitting on a, a tremendous idea, I believe, for ClickBank. Yes. And yes. I'll, I'll tell you something. Again, like I learned this from you, and you can see I haven't acted on yet. And, and part of it, and I'm glad we're having this conversation because I think this – really opens the eyes of people that are going to listen to this. Honestly, mm-hmm. part of it was because, you know, part of the thought, um, you, you know, the thought process for me is like, I've got to make this appealing to affiliates and the most appealing thing to affiliates is money. Right. And it's a sense yep. of like, well, do I have something, how do I price the front end thing? And if I have a price too low, do I have that other funnel or the upsells or the downsells that will make it worth their while? It sounds to me like part of this process is coming up, you know, being very intelligent and very strategic and very intentional about how you're pricing the products, how you're grouping them together, because that, again, correct me if I'm wrong, that's how you're really going to get those wins for those affiliates and make them want to continue to mail for you and make them want to work for you and look forward to when you have new stuff out and things like that. That is correct. And I would totally encourage you to um, purchase some of these products on ClickBank. They're only 37 or 47 bucks. You purchase it. And now you are seeing their upsell flow and their pages. And now you're being added to their email list. So you can reverse engineer exactly what it is they're doing. Um, clearly, if they are the top offer in manifestation, their affiliates are very happy. Um, the other metric to look at on ClickBank is gravity score. In the marketplace, you'll see a number of statistics for each product underneath the, the name of the product. And the gravity score, G-R-A-V, they call it, um, that shows you the number of affiliates who in the past 12 weeks have made at least one sale. So some of these products, I, I believe the manifestation offer, the top one may have, you know, may have around 200 affiliates or so, a, a 200 gravity score. So there's a couple of hundred affiliates around the world who are actively pushing that product every day and, and making sales for it. Wow. Um, some affiliates, one affiliate might have, you know, a single YouTube video up and might make one sale every couple of weeks, but then there are affiliates who are making a hundred or 200 sales a day because they're running Facebook ads and YouTube ads and really pouring the traffic in there to that, to that offer. Um, so again, though, by simply reverse engineering what is already working, that's going to tell you how much you should charge. Mm-hmm. If they're charging 37 bucks, you can charge 37 bucks. So take what they're doing, study it and then build upon it Love because it. you have information and techniques that you teach, I'm sure, which will make for an even more compelling video sales letter or sales letter once you put it all together. Love it. I love it. Obviously, we're just, I'm still following this thread because anyone listening, I mean, they don't sell my product, but they could hear these questions and apply it to their specific situation. And I've got one thing that 
I, it was kind of like a one-off where I sold, it was like 11 bucks. It was to my list already. And it was called gratitude boost. It was called gratitude boost 11 days of feeling so good about your life that your vibration has to shift. And the reason mm-hmm. I bring this up is like, you know, I imagine when you're talking about something like ClickBank, you know, gratitude might not be as big of a buzzword or appealing word as manifestation. And I guess my question to you as someone, again, who's been in this game and has a lot more insight is if I wanted to take my gratitude boost product and put it out there and start, am I right? Should I be thinking about changing the title to have the word manifestation in there? Or should I not worry that it's going to be a unique title and, and affiliates will find their way to it in a different way? How, how concerned should I be about the title as it relates to the subject matter? Well, an $11 product, um, you may not want to be offering that to affiliates. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly okay to have internal offers that are really just for your, for your list, for your customers, you know? Um, so sure, once you're creating smaller products to, to, to promote to your own people, um, I wouldn't worry about the titles so much. And that's when you can drill down. Um, you know, my friend who is the most successful guy in the men's dating market nowadays, he has all these offers just for his own list. So his front end may be about, you know, get a girlfriend in 30 days, but once you are on his list as one of his customers, then he's going to show you um, his special Tinder report and his, his text message magic report, um, how to bust out of the friend zone, all those subtopics mm-hmm. that he can then sell to his list as smaller products. Oftentimes, they, they are reports. They're like maybe 15, 20-page PDFs. But one of, the, one of the other goals with these reports and, and, and internal products is often to get them to join your membership program. So you start earning recurring income. Mm. And um, manifestation is again, um, very ripe for this, for this idea. Because with other niches, like um, you know, weight loss, um, once the person loses the weight, they don't really need your stuff so much anymore. Um, in the men's dating market, eventually these guys do get a girlfriend um, and that's it. They don't, they, they don't wanna spend any more money on that topic. But um, from what I understand, um, the manifestation crowd, um, you know, the, the, the Tony Robbins following, you know, those, those people don't just, don't just uh, lose interest and bow out. They become devoted fans for life, and they always want this boost, this, this, this rush, this boost that comes from um, hearing from their favorite uh, expert on this topic. Because they're always going to be encountering new challenges in life, right? Mm-hmm. And they can always look back to you and your teachings and whatever you're coming up with um, to get them through that stuff. So as I said, um, a big part of, um, of my business and, and many ClickBank businesses is the idea of creating a monthly membership program where once they sign up, you are going to charge them on a recurring basis, maybe $19 a month, maybe, maybe more um, to get ongoing access to more materials that you create. Um, or in your case, you may just be recording a, a weekly um, video for your, for your members. Um, maybe they can call in, like a weekly live webinar. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, that will be more than enough to justify them spending money with you every month on a recurring basis. Right. And ClickBank handles all the billings. And that's really when your income can, can really begin to pile up quickly, is when you have a lot of recurring members. So with those short reports, to go back to those for a moment, um, <clears throat> You may, you may offer them a $11 gratitude report, but the call to action at the end of that report is to encourage them to get onto your membership program. Um, 
it's a great tool for getting signups. These are very low cost reports and, you know, almost freebie products that you're, that you're giving out to your, to your tribe. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Okay. Um, last question along these lines for switch careers, because I, there's so many things that I want to share about you with, with my audience. Um, but getting back to like, you talk about like starting off with that mass appeal <laughs> with a mass, <clears throat> excuse me, the mass appeal product. Um, should I have the word manifestation in that? I mean, this will be like a hundred dollar product. Um, but let's say I've got a really cool title that just, you know, it, it draws attention, but it doesn't have the word manifestation in it, even though it's in that market. Should I go with the fancy title that's going to capture eyeballs or should I stick and keep a textbook and have the word manifestation in there to draw more people in, in that way? You really won't know until you put it out there. You know, I, I've, I've prided myself on coming up with many clever titles over the years, but then I have seen products with what I feel are lame titles, <laughs> you know, blow mine out of the water um, out there with, with customers with manifestation. I know people in that niche and um, there's two, there's manifestation, magic manifestation, miracle, and they're massively successful. So I'm thinking the word manifestation does work, you mm-hmm. know, then last week I found one to promote to my female customers called um, Biorhythm. It's now one of the top ClickBank offers. Bio, what a weird name, Biorhythm. What the hell does that mean? Right. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a great um, you know, sales page with a great sales video. And um, you know, it, it's, I, I didn't watch the whole thing, but you can imagine. It's about you know, some, some world-famous astrologer developed a system to tap into your biorhythms to determine your, your destiny. You know, it's, it's, but it's, it's good marketing. So as far as titles go, um, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's really a matter of um, putting it out there and seeing what works. But again, um, I would start by trying to build a, build a better mousetrap. Got it. Um, another big one that did very well in that niche was called, was called Thought Elevators. So hmm. you really never know. Thought Elevators. Change your thinking and, and um, elevate your success. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. So one thing I want to circle around back to, because again, again, we, people don't really understand this unless probably if they, unless they've seen the kind of copy that you can write. But, you know, you being this guy who was in movies and who wrote books, this is no small thing. Like you are truly a real deal expert. And I remember um, <laughs> I've heard this in a number of different ways, but nobody articulated it better to me than you. I remember seeing a video you did with Mitch Miller where you're talking about like this storytelling method where you, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you were referencing Star Wars and you pick up like in the middle of the story as a way of capturing people's attention. And, you know, I figure you could probably even, I'm probably not uh, even doing it justice right now, but I bring that up as an example because I'm curious what you might share in terms of good storytelling um, tips that people might be able to use or, or put in to their sales message in order to maintain that attention on what their message is going to be. Yeah. Okay. Um, what I was referring to when I spoke to Mitch, I remember that video. Um, well, so much of this is, involves good storytelling, selling these products effectively. Um, that particular technique I was talking about to, to our friend Mitch Miller was, um, was really beginning with a cliffhanger moment. And you always see this in the James Bond movies, Mission Impossible movies too, I think, where the movie opens and you are plunged right into an action scene. You don't know what the hell's going on. You don't know what, what's happening. Who's the bad guy? Um, but it's a great way to draw, to draw the, um, the viewer in immediately. And that's very important when you're writing a sales message for one of these products. You want to grab the viewer or the reader um, by the throat, they, as they say, and pull them in 
to force them to keep watching your sales message. Now, whether you want to start it off that way or not is, is up to you, but you will see that on ClickBank especially, um, there, you're going to see a lot of video sales letters, which, which um, are just a, a video in which the sales script is read out loud and you are reading along on PowerPoint slides. So you're being forced to listen to the message and read it on screen at the same time. And it's been proven to be um, a very, very effective way to um, communicate your sales message. Now, a lot of these VSLs and sales letters also involve telling a story. And um, these, these sales stories um, really follow the same structure as you'll see in a lot of movies. And it's a, it's a classic structure called the, the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. And an author named Joseph Campbell came up with this. And um, essentially, you know, you've got, you've, you've got a person who um, is called into action. He, the person was a, was a problem that he must solve. And um, he sets out on a quest or, or the hero's journey to solve this problem. And um, in many of these scripts, this involves him um, trying every other solution out there. Nothing else works. He eventually somehow stumbles upon this secret or he meets this guru who reveals the secret. And then our narrator um, returns with the answer, releases it as this product. And now he's changing the lives of millions of people. So it's a story. Um, And, you know, you can, you may have your own story about this, about this um, topic. You may know somebody who went through a similar thing. You can take a lot of creative license. So I don't, I don't want anyone to think that unless you had this absolute, unless you suffered from this problem yourself, that you are not qualified to, to write about it. You, you can, in, certainly, you know. Um, I had a very successful product for women about um, how to get your ex back. That was a big niche. It still is because it addresses a very strong pain point. And that's another aspect with, with, um, with, this, with this marketing, very important. Um, when you are addressing a painful problem in people, a, a, the kind of problem that keeps them up at night, um, then it is that much easier to sell the solution. Um, I found selling to women uh, was a lot easier than men when it came to relationship advice. Because with mm-hmm. men, they all want to, they all want to, you know, they all want to be the cool, the cool alpha guy who knows how to start a conversation. But <clears throat> I found that with women, um, it's it's a, it's much it's a more of a painful urgent problem you know when they're seeing their friends get married and have kids and they're still single um that's painful for a lot of women and so that's a pain point for them that is not quite so painful for the guys and i actually transitioned into that market almost totally for a while um but the storytelling always remains kind of the same you know you've got to tell the tell a journey you've got to relate to your viewer as much as possible Right. You've got to make them feel like you've walked a mile in their shoes. Most people also think that whatever problem they're going through, whether it's curing their foot fungus or whether it's losing weight or whether it's finding a husband, they all have this drama playing out in their own heads that their problem is unique and their challenge is bigger than everyone else. So they want to know what qualifies you, Rob, to, 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 to coach me on this. You know, why should I listen to you? when I've already purchased other products and they, and, they, and they let me down. So through your storytelling, through your story, you want to build rapport. You want to make them feel, listen, I've been where you are. I totally understand. In fact, in a moment, I'm going to tell you my own personal story. And I can guarantee you it is even more painful 
and more embarrassing than what you are going through right now. And you walk them along on your story, you tell them about yourself, um, what you went through, and the story usually then builds up to a rock bottom moment mm-hmm. where it seems that all hope is lost. You, you experience the most, the ultimate humili- humiliation. And again, this doesn't apply to all niches. You know, I write for these very emotional niches like, you know, health, wealth, and relationships. If you are selling a product on how to, how to, how to um, build a backyard tomato garden, you probably can't involve some horribly painful, humiliating story about how your neighbor's tomato garden, you know, beat yours. But in a lot of these niches, there, there is the ability to, um, to really rev up the storytelling and make it intense and emotional. And then once the protagonist or, or you, the narrator, once you hit that rock bottom, you make this vow that this is it. You've got to turn this around somehow. You've got to find the answer. And then the story unfolds from there. Um, and now this is all, this, I explain this all um, in one of my courses and it's all, it's out there. Various copywriters teach this. There's a structure to it. So again, I'm not encouraging anyone to just make up a story and just start typing it up. You want to structure it correctly. And this has all been done in a lot of these ClickBank um, top sales letters and videos. You can go over to rev.com, R-E-V.com, send them the link to the video, and they'll transcribe it for you very inexpensively. And you can study these sales letters, and you will see a lot of commonalities as far as how the story is told and how it unfolds, you know? Right. And then and then write yours along the same lines. Um, you may notice, so- sorry, you, you, you know, and, and as you pointed out initially, you may notice that um, in order to grab attention, um, a lot of them do use that technique where it begins, um, it begins in the emergency room as, as a woman stands by her husband's bedside and the doctor says, Mrs. Jones, if your husband does not lose 100 pounds, there's nothing more we can do, you know, and then, and then, then we begin the, um, the, the weight loss video. Right. So there's a dramatic opener, you know. And just so you bring it up, because you said you teach this in one of your programs, what's the name of the program where you teach that specifically? I have a course called Passive Income Breakthrough, mm-hmm. which um, teaches you how to develop your own idea for a digital product or course, and then how to get it out there and start selling it on ClickBank. One of the modules covers copywriting, and I really spill it all out there. Um, I've been told that the, the value of that one module alone is worth way more than the whole course. Cool. Because it's, it's, a, it's a crash course in copywriting, and it lays out, and I believe, I believe it's 12 steps. It lays out a 12-step structure with very detailed examples um, so that I can actually help you take one of your stories from your own life um, and adapt it for this, for this format. And again, the reason why we tell these stories in this structure is because it's been tested and proven to work throughout history, you know, this specific structure and the idea being you are not just um, trying to go for the sale. You are first walking your viewer or your reader through a sequence of steps where you are introducing yourself, you're building rapport, you're gaining trust. um, You're making them feel you, you know, you feel their pain. You know what they're going through right now. You are telling your story. And then throughout all of this, what you're also doing is you're countering objections. Mm -hmm. And that's a very big, part of this as well, because as they are reading your sales page or watching your sales video, there's reasons going through their mind why they shouldn't trust you, why they should just go back to Facebook and leave this, this page altogether. They're thinking, well, 
it's not for me, you know, this won't solve my situation, or they're thinking, well, you know, maybe next week, I don't, I don't need this right now. Um, what if it doesn't work, you know, and that's why mentioning your refund policy later on is a big step. So all these steps are designed to neutralize objections and to build your relationship with this person and then slowly walk them along the path to saying yes, 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 nodding their head. And then by the time you make the call to action and show them what you are offering and the price, if you have done your job well, they can't wait to hit that button and buy it with no reservations. I think this is, it's so important that you're going over this because you know, a lot of times people that are hearing this episode right now, for them, the, the idea of doing it in this very standard way, it might feel old hat to them. It might not feel fresh. And then they would project that onto their prospects, assuming all these people feel the same way, not realizing that, like you said, this test, this tests, it, it works. Like there's a reason to do this. And rather than worry that, that they're going to look like everyone else, like you said, do it in a better way, but follow that pattern, follow that sequence. And, you know, as you were ta- saying this, you know, all these different ideas were coming in my mind, like even like with the cliffhanger and it could be, I'm sure you can come up with many more dramatic ones than me, but I'm thinking for like a weight loss, like the cliffhangers, like there I was about to step on the scale and I knew like my doctor was going to be pissed if it didn't work or yep. for like getting your ex back. Like I, there I did, I, I, you know, I hit the send button on the text and I had no idea if he was even going to reply or what he was going to say, or if he was going to freak out or, or what he was going to think of me. It's like, there's so many easy ways where you really are, like you said, crawling into their mind, understanding their pain, speaking to that and following this, you know, formula, so to speak, where you're basically walking people through everything that they need in order to make a good informed buying decision, hopefully in your favor, but if nothing else, definitely an informed one where they know what they're actually getting from you. Yes. Um, And it's also been said, and I believe it's true, that if you take the time to create a quality product, I know that in your case, Andrew, you really believe in in your book. Yes. You, You believe in the material. You believe you are helping people and changing lives. Well, then you have a moral responsibility to market the hell out of that product and get it out there into the hands of as many people as possible. So when you write your sales video, I would expect you to go balls to the wall and and fill it with emotional language and a devastating cliffhanger and a rock bottom moment. And sure, you are embellishing a bit. You're, 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 you're amplifying the emotions and the tension and so forth, but you're all doing it. You're doing it for a greater good because they need this product and it will help them. Yes. So help them make the decision, which is to and buy it. And always keep in mind, I mean, you're, you've got a refund policy. You're not stealing their money. They want to give it back. If, if you didn't deliver on your promise, they've got the refund option. So why wouldn't you sell it to them as, as much as you could? Yep. And I'll just explain that to your listeners because that is so important. Um, a lot of people um, listening to this and hearing me talk about ClickBank and these products, they, they have their own objections to this, to this whole industry. They don't understand it. They think scam, you know, well, be, be aware with ClickBank, there is a mandatory 60 day refund policy. And I mentioned this again and again in my sales videos, um, instead of trying to hide it in the fine print, I highlight it. I tell them again and again, this offer is hundred percent, absolutely risk-free. If at any time over the next 60 days, for any reason, you don't want this product anymore, even if you don't even look at it, you know? You can keep the product and the bonuses as my way of saying thank you for trying it out, and I will send you a 100% refund, no questions asked. 
-hmm. You simply send an email to our customer support team. Your money will be refunded in full. Now, that sounds like an amazing, bold claim. But again, this is a digital product. So there's no reason for them to send it back. You know, they already have access. It's already on their hard drive. So, but, it, but it sounds extremely fair and generous. And I emphasize the refund policy. So a lot of people have a problem with selling. You know, a lot of people who have, a lot of times who have worked, you know, regular nine to five jobs, they have never really sold directly to a, to a consumer. And the idea of taking someone's money and being obligated to provide information to them um, can seem a bit daunting, you know? It's somewhat of a, of a responsibility for mm-hmm. someone to look at you as an expert on something. But that refund policy should put your mind at ease because that's how it works with ClickBank. They can always email ClickBank or your, even, if they, even if you don't respond to them, they can simply email ClickBank and um, say they want a refund and it gets processed immediately, no questions asked. So no one's getting scammed at all. Yeah. Now I had a question about that because obviously, like you said, don't <laughs> reinvent the wheel, build a better mousetrap. So at, at the risk of breaking the rules already, I'm, I'm curious on your opinion of this verbiage. Have you ever tried or considered when you're talking about that refund, say, hey, notice that you are on ClickBank right now. And just so you know, they have the 60-day guarantee, meaning whether I like it or not, if you want the refund, it happens. Have you ever thought about putting it in that way so that they even see like, even if he wanted to hold on to the money, he can't? Or is that going too far in a ridiculous direction? No, it's, it'd be worth testing, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do, I, I sort of um, accomplished the same thing, I think, because I always mention how ClickBank is, um, you know, the number one online retailer for digital products. They've been around since whatever, 2000. They process over 100,000 secure transactions per day using the same, you know, encryption technology used by major banks. I mean, I mentioned a few things in there to, to really in, uh, to, to beef up the credibility of ClickBank. Mm-hmm. And they are totally credible. I mean, they, they've been paying out and refunding um, like clockwork since they started. So, um, but, but that idea is a good one. Sure. Cool. Cool. The more you, yeah. can, do, the more you can do to, um, to put them at ease. That's, that's a huge objection, of course, with people is the whole refund thing. And what if I get ripped off? Maybe, maybe that's the number one objection. So whatever you can do to counter that is on um, the smart. Yeah. And you had the best response to that, by the way, not that you need me to tell you, you said, test it. And it's so funny. As you said that to me, I realized I wasn't even asking you because I needed to know the answer. I, I was asking you because I was lazy and I don't want to spend the money or the time and effort of recording that and testing just because it feels like a lot of trouble, but you're right. I mean, that's that you're not going to learn unless you put it out there in that way and see what kind of numbers you get as compared to a different version like you were describing. Yes. And then my, I, I have a private Facebook group for my passive income breakthrough members. And um, one of the, one of the most common questions that I get, and it sort of drives me crazy are, are questions like, well, should I use a video sales letter or should I use a regular text sales page? And then should I charge $37 or should I charge $59? Mm-hmm. And there's no way for me to answer those questions until you put it out there in the marketplace and test it. And once you're doing these tests and seeing the results, they're, they're oftentimes really shocking. Like I've had products where by raising the price, I made more sales. Same product, but it was charging thir- I was charging $37 for the product I raised the price to $67 and suddenly I'm making more sales. It's, you know, it's human psychology. You really can't totally explain it. But in that case, my theory was that 37 might've sounded a bit too cheap 
because I was promising the world. It was this big package with tons of material and bonuses. And when they heard $37, it just didn't ring true to them, I guess. But 67, okay, that sounds like a fair price for such a great amount of material. And at $67, they, they were snapping it up like crazy. So interesting. And just another wonderful example, like you really, it is worth testing everything, including making it more expensive, because I think you're right. I think that's especially people that they just start selling. They, they always sell themselves short where they're like yeah. thinking, you know, this, this, they're like you said, they might be a little insecure, a little unsure of, you know, promising the world to somebody and taking their money and trying expecting to give them a result. So they're trying to undercut themselves, not realizing they're actually stopping the sale from happening. That's right. Yep. And then of course with click with ClickBank, when you want to attract affiliates, um, you may think by charging less than your competitors um, and by undercutting them on price, you'll make more sales. The problem is that when you drop your price, you are, your affiliates will go elsewhere mm-hmm. because they're looking at another number on ClickBank, which is the average number of dollars per sale. So they are going to look for the products to promote that give them the highest payouts. And if you're the guy selling the $11 reports on ClickBank, you're going to need no attention from affiliates. Right. They want to think, they want to make 50 bucks a sale and right. they'll go to the next offer. And not that this is a hard and fast rule, but ironically, it's almost as if you charge, if you charge more, then they're going to mail more and you're going to end up making more money. It, it ends up raising the stats and raising the real results for you. Yes. Yes. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. And I wanted to make, I, I had a little thought here to share, you know, I'm guessing a lot of your listeners are going to be going over to ClickBank and watching some um, sales videos. I would hope. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Um, one of the other questions I get all the time is they, they look at these sales videos and they're like 45 minutes long. A lot of them, some of mine are an hour long mm-hmm. and they don't even have the option to, uh, to fast forward. And you don't, you don't even see the add to cart button until maybe 30 minutes in or 40 minutes in. So for people who've never seen these kinds of videos before, um, they ask me, they go, well, they go, this is ridiculous. How can I, pro- how can I sell a product with this? Who would want to sit down and watch a 45-minute video about this topic? But as I've been saying, whenever you study one of these, or look at one of these top ClickBank offers, that is an offer that has been tested um, backwards and forwards. And they may have spent millions of dollars buying traffic from Facebook and YouTube and Google and testing different variations. So whatever you're seeing running is, is a killer. It's a killer piece of marketing. And the reason why these sales letters are so damn long is because that has been proven to be the length that works. Um, If the video was only five minutes long, um, people would not get the full emotional impact of it. They wouldn't, they wouldn't get drawn into that story. It takes time to tell that story. Mm -hmm. If there was an add to cart button that was there from the very beginning, most people would get curious about the price and they click the button. Now they go to the order form. They've been totally taken out of the whole video the, the, the spell has been broken and now they see the price of oh, 37 bucks. Um, screw that. And they leave. Mm-hmm. But if they had spent 25 minutes watching that video and getting drawn in and having all of their objections get crushed by that time, when the button appears, they click it 37 bucks for all this. This I can't turn this down. And they, they take the offer. Yeah. So it's all been calibrated very carefully and tested. Um, so the last thing you want to do is, look at one of these offers and make assumptions. Like who would want to buy a video? Who would want to buy a product with a video like this? That's a a half an hour long. And all it is is these boring PowerPoint slides. 
you know, I'll do mine differently. I'll get some animation. I'll, you know, I'll add some cartoons. I mean, well, do so at your own risk. Uh, the closer you model that winner, the better your chances are going to be. Right. I mean, certainly worthy of a test, but not until you first have something a little bit closer to what they've got going on and be willing to, that you could afford to make the test and see if it really does something. And the power of the writing and the copywriting and the storytelling is, is paramount. It's, it's, mm-hmm. the, it's, it's what really matters. Um, a few years ago, I decided to set up a green screen studio in my house. So I had the cameras, the, the, light, the lighting gear, the green screen, and um, I spent about $10,000 to record a super elaborate video with, with a live presenter, you know, wearing a suit on camera, um, teleprompter for one of these um, how to get your X back products. And it totally bombed. It did terribly. <laughs> so then I redid it just as simple PowerPoint slides with no live presenter at all. And it destroyed the old version. The conversions were much, much higher. Wow. So um, you just never know until you test. In that case, I think a big part of it may have been that um, the on-screen presenter was a very attractive younger woman, maybe like, uh, maybe like in, her, in her mid-20s. And so as a guy, I just assumed this is a very attractive, well-spoken presenter. You know, she's very credible. Mm-hmm. Well, turns out my target audience were women who were in their mid-40s and up. Um, they see this bubbly, hot, young 25-year-old presenter, and they can't relate to her at all. Yeah. How, is this, how is this young babe going to help me get back with my ex-husband and, and, and uh, get our family back together with, with, with our four kids? You know what I mean? Like they, it, they can't relate. Yeah, they, but, they more likely see the woman that stole their man to begin with. That's exactly correct. Mm-hmm. Somebody pointed that out. That's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> so by redoing it with just a neutral female voice with no one appearing on camera, suddenly now through good storytelling, um, any woman can, can listen to that and read the words and then imagine themselves um, in that story and imagine themselves being helped by this person. Yes. You know, so that's that's another lesson to be to be learned, I think. Th- thank you for sharing that. And you make such a good point. You know, it's it's funny because, you know, we, we all listen to Gary Vaynerchuk and he's like, video is the big thing. And then your brain makes these connections that they want to see the person and all this and that. But it's like, it's almost like when you look at resumes, when people put their resume, there's a there's been a new trend where people like to put their photo on their resume because the resume is digital. They don't got to worry about printing or ink or anything like that. It's like, well, once you put your photo on that resume, the person reading it is automatically going to make a preconceived judgment about you for better or worse. And Mm -hmm. you're introducing a variable that you might, that might not go your way. It doesn't matter how, if you look normal, if you look too good, if you look too ordinary, if you look too fancy, like who knows how they're going to judge it. And this is like the same thing. Like, you know, you don't know how people can respond, even though you thought you assumed that that was the way to do it just because Gary Vee was talking about videos that had nothing to do with sales VSL to begin with anyway. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you'll may, you may want to, I think that in your case, I think you're, um, you have a good persona, you know, you seem, you seem like, a, like a relatable guy. So I think that um, in your case, you may become a tremendous on-camera spokesman for your ClickBank product, hmm. but it would be very interesting to split test it against a version where you don't appear. Yeah. Like right now I do sell something not on ClickBank, but I have a 90 day product on the back end of the book. And um, it's almost like the process forced me to not be on camera because it was such a long script and I wanted to deliver it perfectly. Mm-hmm. I made it slides. That way I can read it and I can edit it. And if I stuttered, I could fix it up without people seeing the difference. Mm-hmm. So the, the process by which I was delivering it forced me to do slides. I've never tested 
that on-camera thing, but you're right. It definitely is a worthy thing to experiment with and, mm-hmm. and see how I can make that happen. Yep. Of course, the most important thing is to get the, get the product out there, yes. you know, and get it, get it done. And then, and then go from there, then work on refining it. Thank you. you. Know? But I can't tell you how many people that I know, um, including, you know, dear friends of mine who have been saying for years, Rob, I got to get my product out there. I got to get my product. I say, yeah, you, you do need to get your product out there, you know? And, yeah. and then nowadays with the, with the, with the shape the world is in, um, who would not want to have a passive income stream coming in? Yeah. You know, it's funny. We were talking about that before I hit the record button, you know, obviously, you know, this is being recorded in 2020 and a lot of people are, you know, not exactly going outdoors and a lot of digital products, digital marketing um, companies are doing really well because they've got a captive audience, so to speak, or you might know, have some other reasons other than that, but, but businesses have really thrived under the right conditions, regardless of what was going on. Yep. This has been a boom time for a lot of my friends on ClickBank and I've done very well during this period. Also, um, I believe that it has pushed forward the adoption of, of online shopping um, by a number of years in a compressed amount of time. Yes. Um, one, of the, one of the biggest obstacles when I was starting out in this was that, was that um, the, just the idea of buying a product off of a random website was frightening to a lot of people. You know, eventually Amazon became, you know, very trusted. But, but um, even until recently, the idea of going on to one of our, one of our random websites that is not associated with any big brand name and actually trusting your credit card info with that website to buy a, to buy a digital product. Um, that seemed pretty sketchy for a long time, mm-hmm. but now it is, it's no big deal. People are willing to, to pay for products of all types from all kinds of websites, digital or physical products, whatever it may be. Um, and like you said, they're, they're a captive audience. Now they are, they are home a lot. Um, 70% of my sales come from people on their phones. So they are actually consuming these 30, 40 minute long sales videos on their phones, which they're taking with them everywhere. Um, and, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a tremendous boom in business for a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. And the phone thing is a good point because it's something to keep in mind when you're making slides to remember this person might, I'm sure they might be looking at it, a computer screen, but they might be looking at their little phone screen. So it's worth bearing mentioning when you're making a certain font or a certain color that their eyes will be able to detect it on their phones. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, we don't want to get too advanced here, but, um, I've recently begun running split tests where the mobile version of my sales video is, is formatted for the phone screen. So instead of you seeing the slide in the center of the screen and the black bars on the top and bottom, it fills the screen. It's, it's a, it's a vertical slide instead oh. of a horizontal slide. And that's even a huge boost in the, in the conversions. Wow. Oh, so it's, it's already converting better for you. It already is. Yep. Nice. Very and interesting. Just PowerPoint, just PowerPoint. All you're doing is you are setting up your slides at a, at a certain dimension for the, for the, for the phone rather than the standard YouTube dimensions, 1280 times 720. That's all it is. I love that. That's just that one extra step of not requiring the person to flip their phone sideways and hold it more natural to them. Like that's brilliant. It's brilliant. I love it. I love it. So that's a perfect example. Like we've gone through some, some really awesome insights here and I don't want to keep you forever, even though I'd love to keep you forever, but just based on what we've covered (laughs) so far, um, (laughs) 
if there is anything important that we haven't really touched on yet that you think would have been important to share with an audience learning about ClickBank and learning about conversions and learning about this level of business? Well, I want to just emphasize that um, I have seen so many people come into this business um, brand new, having no idea about it. You've got to get the right coaching and the right, the right teachings. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but really when I started off in this business back in around 2008, <clears throat> there were no courses to teach this. And there, there, were, there really weren't any um, experts out there teaching this. Furthermore, um, from a technical standpoint, it was so much harder back then. I had to hire a web designer. And back then, um, the idea of building a website required really um, you know, exotic skills. It was like learning to speak a foreign language. You had to hire some nerdy guy, pay him 100 bucks an hour. And then when I wanted to move a picture over here or change the headline over here, I had to pay him again by the hour to do it mm-hmm. because I had no idea how to code a website and use HTML and all these computer languages. Now you have platforms like WordPress um, and services like ClickFunnels that make it so much easier than anybody in, in a couple of hours. I mean, if you know how to use Microsoft Word to type a document and drag a picture in there, you pretty much know enough to build a website now. So the barrier to entry has gotten so much lower. This is the best time to get involved in this for so many reasons. We just talked about how the state of the world economy, the pandemic and everything else um, has led to increased sales. Um, But also from a technical standpoint, there is no better time to get into this. Um, And to have people like myself make their teachings available to you. Because I spent, you know, the the 12 hard years, you know, busting my ass, a lot of trial and error to figure out what I have figured out. Um, And at this point, ClickBank has has become a huge, um, a huge platform and it has created hundreds, if not thousands, of, of millionaires through mm-hmm. these digital products. Um, and, you know, I would really encourage you to watch my webinar because I emphasize the idea that you have an, you have an idea inside of you right now that you can turn into a product. If you don't want to be the person on camera, no problem. If you don't want to actually write a book, no problem. There are ways around all of this. The most important thing is that you are delivering good information. I'm sure you know who Russell Brunson is, mm-hmm. Andrew, right? Oh, Familiar yeah. with him. He's a big mega, mega, mega internet marketer. And he tells a story about his first digital product was, a, was, was to help you build a potato gun. And um, a potato gun is simply some goofy little, it's, it's like a pipe. You, you can buy some parts at a hardware store. You can load potatoes into your pipe and you can fire potatoes like a cannon. And some people out there, you know, want to learn how to build a potato gun. So he sold um, a short little ebook that was a set of like blueprints, like a step-by-step map to building your potato gun. Um, he sold a ton of those. And I believe he made his first like mini, mini fortune in internet marketing with his potato gun product. And then he went on to create many, many others. But he, he, um, he, he said that, um, It didn't require him to rent a camera crew and lights and a studio and show you how to build a potato gun um, from a million different angles. He sent you a little PDF and maybe, maybe a video of him in his, in his backyard goofing around with his buddy with their potato gun, Mm -hmm. but it delivered the information. It actually showed you, you know, the three or four steps to build a potato gun. 
And that's what your customers want. They simply want the information. They don't care about the fancy packaging. Um, I used to spend so much money going on Fiverr.com, and I would get the 3D intro for my products, the, the 3D animated intro with the spinning letters, like, like the opening of a Hollywood movie. No <laughs> one cares. No one cares. That's like 45 seconds you've wasted out of their lives. They right. simply want to get, get to the meat. And you probably, you may have done this too. We've all done it. We've all done it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they simply want the information. And I guarantee you there is something you know about. Um, think about a problem that you had in your past that you overcame. And you overcame it by using some of your own methods that you came up with. Or something you wanted to get better at. And you got, you got good at it. And partially because you sort of figured out some shortcuts your own ways, whether it was um, learning how to play an instrument, um, dog training, another huge niche. Yeah. You know, um, if you are a dog lover and you manage to train your dog using some of your own methods, if you can share just, you know, your top 10 methods for training your Shih Tzu or your German Shepherd and package it into a digital product, um, people will want to pay for that information. And it can be delivered in a very, very simple format. And, and it really applies to so many ideas. Um, you know, I'm an, ex, I'm an expat. I've done a lot of traveling. Um, I, have, I have helped people set up products on, you know, a guide to, to the Dominican Republic or Costa Rica or, you know, living in the Philippines. What, you know, breaking it down. What is the cost of living? Um, what is the learning some of the local language phrases? Uh, mm-hmm. A short guidebook to some place in the world that you have spent time in or, or have moved to whatever and, um, you know, you package it together, sharing your information, um, and the format is really sort of irrelevant. Again, going back to the barriers of entry becoming so low, dude, I bought, a, I bought like an $800 Canon camera a few months ago and had it delivered to my house. I haven't even used it yet because mm-hmm. I also have a new iPhone, and the iPhone is better. I put the iPhone on a stand. I bought a stand for about $5, and I... And I have like like top notch video quality, and I and I've got about nine microphones in the other room. I don't even bother to use them anymore. I, mm-hmm. I rolled with my iPhone. So just just to just to show um, how little it takes now to get started with this. Yeah. If you don't want if you don't want to write a book, but you um but you're okay with sitting on in front of your laptop and making a video like this, you can make your product a series of videos. You know, a five-step video course on whatever the subject may be. You could bang this out in an afternoon and have a digital product ready to go, which yeah. is actually, in some ways, has higher perceived value than, it, than an ebook. If you're selling a video course on, you know, martial arts or dog training or playing the guitar, um, that you could justify, a, you know, a pretty high price point. You know, ninety-seven bucks for for a, for a, for a full ten-video series. On, on mastering this topic. That's yeah. going to be appealing to a lot of people. 97 bucks, no big deal. And the cool thing is it, it can go in so many directions. Like even like the martial arts thing, you can do five or 10, you know, top killer self-defense moves. People don't mm-hmm. want a five hour thing. They want to, they want to learn the moves because they're about self-defense. And yep. the number one thing, the takeaway I get from you about this is like in many ways, there's no excuse to not do it. There's something in your head. There's a product there's there's some kind of offer that's worthwhile that people want to spend money on and that people will receive value from when you do it and you should dive in and and just like you know full disclosure for people listening 
I, you know, that night after we, you know, we had beers and I picked your brain and you were so patient with me. I mean, I'm glad I asked good questions, but you were still, I could ask the best questions. You were super patient. The next day after you did your presentation, I bought your product. I bought your day job destroyer. Mm -hmm. And even though I didn't apply it to QuickBank, I took the things I learned from that and I applied it to the stuff that I'm doing right now. So even though I don't have the QuickBank results, I learned so much from you and I, you know, I vouch for you. I think your stuff is so excellent. I highly recommend people check it out. And while we're on that, that topic, like what is the best website if people want to, whether they connect with you or learn more about what you're offering or just want to see more of what you're doing, what's the best way for them to do that? Right now it is uh, robweiser.com. Mm -hmm. That's my name, R-O-B-W-I-S-E-R.com. Um, I am offering a free online training class. It's a webinar, you know, um, full disclosure at the end of it, I do tell you about my course, which is called passive income breakthrough and, um, which is extremely reasonably priced. Um, I don't sell any, any of these $900, $2,000 courses. Mine are all, um, very, very reasonably priced loaded with value and it's on ClickBank. So yep, there was a refund policy. Um, hmm. <laughs> um, but I would encourage you to go in there because what it, that, that webinar, um, it's, it's very special to me. I teamed up with a buddy of mine who I've known for many years since I started in this business. And he is the guy who I referred to earlier as the top guy in the men's dating market. So um, his name is Bobby and him and I have risen up through this together. And uh, this webinar, it's about 90 minutes, a little bit longer. We just lay it out, man. We're showing like, we're going inside of our bank accounts and showing, showing actual you know, screen captures of our accounts, of the income, showing the products, showing how it's all set up. It's very transparent. That's something I believe in doing with all of my teachings is um, taking you inside, pulling the curtain back and, and showing you, you know, no phony BS. Um, and it's something that I think will inspire you. And it lays out, it helps you, this webinar will help you develop an idea, how to crystallize an idea in your mind for your first digital product. I think also it's going to get you very excited about this whole concept because you've got to understand with these digital courses, the ROI, the return on investment is like nothing else out there. Um, like my friend Bobby in the webinar talks about, Bobby's a multimillionaire from his, from his men's products on ClickBank. And he talks about the finances of it all. And he talks about how as the money comes in, um, you can invest in real estate, you can invest in the stock market, all kinds of ways to invest money. But he is a very savvy financial guy. And he says there is no ROI on earth like these digital products because you invest a small amount of money to get it created. And then if you know what you're doing, that product lives on the internet forever and can make sales around the clock forever. There are no office hours. There are no holidays. Um, your audience is the world. So when one side of the world goes to bed, the other side of the world is waking up and getting on their phones and finding your product and, and purchasing it. There's no need for a warehouse or for employees or for an office or for any of that. Um, it is the ultimate vehicle for passive income. I have shown people how to take this, these ideas and create their own online businesses, um, which became a full-time career for them and, and made them wealthy. In other cases, I know people who have a career and have other goals, but this has afforded them a lot of financial flexibility. You know, with a digital product, now they're covering their rent and their bills, um, student loans, and this is freeing them up to, to put more time into the career path, you know, in their dreams, that, that, yeah. that dream path they want to be on. 
but um, certainly no one um, can, uh, can, can turn their back on the idea of uh, a simple digital, passive income stream from these digital products, um, whether you're making a few hundred bucks a week or, or, you're, or you're going into the millions. Yeah, especially like, you know, how unpredictable the world is. There, there's something about going to a job where they're, they're threatening layoffs and not mm-hmm. caring as much because your bills are covered because you've got this other thing working for you. There's, there's, there's just something to that. It's, it's a luxury that unfortunately most people don't have for themselves. But again, like I, I go through that same thing where like I'll wake up to sales that had gone over like in Europe or whatever. And it is a really good feeling to know that I'm serving people so well. And again, you know, props to you, even though I have not implemented it on ClickBank yet, which is on me. I, I've used this and it's been great. And this is why I've been so excited to share you with my audience today. And I'm about to let you go. Before I do, is there any like final piece of go away advice that you'd want to share with people that we just didn't cover yet? And if nothing comes to mind, what's the one thing that you wish you could have told your younger self 10, 15 or 20 years ago that would have sped up your progress in this part of your life? Well, I would have gotten involved in digital products immediately, mm-hmm. you know, this is, this is truly the path to, uh, to financial independence. And if you have a creative streak, which is, which, you know, I'm a very creative person. Um, I don't have any regrets about leaving that, the, the movie industry many years ago. And I don't have any regrets about my books no longer appearing in bookstores. You know, those were the benchmarks of, of success when I was younger. They have your book in borders, but the world has completely changed, you know? Um, and I don't want to write, um, Marvel comics movies. Not, not a big fan, frankly. Those are the movies that are now in theaters. It, it's it's superhero blockbusters and, and very little else. So, um, yeah, I would have gotten started in this earlier. I also would have really appreciated some solid advice and coaching on choosing the right topic. Mm. Because I started off with topics that were not the biggest money makers and were, were hard to get a foothold in. Um, my partner, Bobby, on the webinar, he tells a funny story about his first product was how to make money in Dominican real estate. Hmm. So he went out to the Dominican Republic on vacation, and he thought a good product would be about how to, how to invest in that market. Um, well, it, the, the idea bombed. He really didn't sell very many copies, and then the market crashed, so he sold even less copies. But when you learn from someone like me, um, now you're getting, the, you're getting the benefit of all of my years of experience of tri- trial and error. So a lot of times um, we can take an idea that you have, which you may think doesn't have much commercial potential, but we can shift it around and we can give it that potential, make it, make it marketable uh, to the masses. You know, So the, the list of ideas you can go with is, is just endless. Again, I would encourage you to cruise over to the ClickBank Marketplace and take a look and see what's, see what's out there. And um, I could talk all day about it, you know, but I had a very hard road to, uh, to get to where I am with this. Um, and I wish that when I was starting out that I, that I did have a mentor type and I wish that the tech was a lot farther along and I didn't have to pay a hundred bucks an hour to a web designer. Whereas now I can jump on WordPress and do it all myself, mm-hmm. but I've got to, I've got to practice um, gratitude because um, I'm a believer in Andrew Kaplan and his, in his writings and I've got to practice gratitude because I, I did come along at a time in world history that has allowed me to live anywhere in the world I want to live and make unlimited income from, from, from internet products. And this did not exist, you know, 25, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents still couldn't tell you what I do for a living. They really don't know. They really don't. <laughs> <laughs> they, 
Um, so this is the ultimate time to get started with this. And I would really encourage anybody listening to, um, to check this out further. Well, Rob, it's, it's no surprise. And, you know, it's pretty clear to anyone listening. I'm a huge fan. I highly recommend people go to robweiser.com, check it out, check out more about you. Um, I'm hoping people can really go back and listen to this recording, hear all the brilliant insights that were dropped about this process and about how they can really level up what they're doing in the context of this. And I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you for taking time out for doing this. Thank you for sharing your gifts and your wisdom. And, you know, really people, some people hopefully are getting this, but some people might not understand. You've basically just given like the blueprint for, you know, life changing money lifestyle changing money. And um, I thank you for coming on and sharing that with my audience. And I really hope that they'll apply a lot of the stuff that you talked about today. Thank you, Andrew. It's been a pleasure. Thank you again, Rob. That was an amazing, amazing talk. And guys, if you had any doubt of whether he cared about the kind of impact he was making through today's interview, I should tell you that he messaged me after we were done and he wanted to make sure he gave a little extra content. So what he wrote to me was, if I could have re-recorded my final answer, what would you tell your younger self to do differently? I would say, do not worry about competition. And this is actually a huge mental block that people have with creating their first product. They think to themselves, there are already some big ClickBank products on my topic and I can't compete. But you actually want to enter one of those markets because it means that there's tons of affiliates and tons of money to be made. So with a huge market like health, wealth, or relationships, you only need to capture one small fraction of one slice of the pie to make life-changing money. That was the final message that Rob wanted to make sure that I got to you guys out there. And uh, I would heed his advice. He knows what he's talking about here. But with that said, that's all I got for you today. If this is your first time listening to the show, of course, please feel free to pull out that phone, hit that subscribe button. While you're at it, leave a quick, honest, written review. Let me know what you think of the content I'm doing here. And uh, just know that there's so much more on the way. And again, huge reminder, hit up robweiser.com. Check that out. You might be really, really happy with all the stuff that you learn. And a quick final reminder for my book, you can go to lastlawofattractionbook.com or you can check my YouTube channel around the book at Andrew Cap. That's youtube.com slash Andrew Cap. That's all I got for you guys today. Thanks for being so awesome. Thanks for listening. I'll check you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Shatter the Mold at www.shatterthemoldpodcast.com. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold.